What's up, guys? Uh, this is Nick. Um, back again with Difficult Conversations. Oh, wow. Um, thank you guys for liking and um, subscribing. Again, as always, um, I appreciate everybody. Um, today, I want to talk about um, Stefan Clark. Uh, my thoughts on everything that's going on. And um, if you've been listening to my podcast, um, you'll have a good idea where I stand on that. And I'm going to do a reaction review-ish type thing to Weekend's new EP, uh, My Day Melancholy. Um, So it's going to be fun. It's going to be deep. Um, But thank you guys again for paying attention, listening. I'm subscribing. I I appreciate everybody. Um, Yeah, let's start this. All right, so Stefan Clark. Um, Man. This, This is. It's becoming ridiculous at this point, you know? Um. I don't understand how many times we have to hear something about this, see something about this, right? So Stephon Clark, you know, young kid in his 20s, um, father, son, Loved by many. Um, Was at his grandma's, right? You know, at his grandmother's house. You know, like a lot of grandchildren do. They go to the grandpa, grandparents' house, and you know, apparently the police had gotten a call about some sort of, you know, I think it was a robbery that was going on in the area. Unfortunately, they happened to stumble upon Stefan Clark, who didn't have a key to his grandmother's house at the time. He had to go around the back, which involved him, you know, hopping a couple of fences. You know, police cop went to that. They saw him, assumed he was a perp, thought he had a gun in his hand, which was really a cell phone, and shot him 20 times, right? And now... I'm seeing stuff that um, the autopsy report saying that he was shot six times in the back, right? So what can we deduce from this, right? Let's 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 unpack a couple of things. So first of all, right? I it it. I don't understand why police have the green light. To kill someone who they think is the perp, right? Um, There was no evidence that this dude was involved in anything obviously um 
I think they're just going, the police are going to just based off a description, but how in the hell can you justify killing somebody because you think that they did something? Right? Isn't this supposed to be a, a country of laws and rules? And, you know, we pride ourselves on having um, fair and quote unquote speed, quote unquote fair and speedy trials, um, you know, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, when you kill someone based off an assumption, I don't, I don't see that as being innocent until proven guilty. I see that as they are guilty, whether or not they're actually guilty or not. You know what I mean? Um, these extrajudicial killings. should not happen really ever because it's contradictory to the to the premise the justice system has on innocent to proven guilty how can I prove my innocence when I'm dead right how can I prove that I'm innocent of this crime that I'm being accused of when I am dead extrajudicial killings make no sense and I get it like, you know, sometimes officers in a bind and, you know, they they have a heightened sense of stress and, you know, whatever. But damn, dude, if you can't handle the job, don't do it. You know what I mean? If you can't handle the stress of the job, no one's telling you you have to be a police officer. I always say, I say this all the time, you know, if you can't handle it, if it's too much for you to, to not be able to make responsible and ethical decisions while you have this badge on, while you have this gun on your hip, and while um, you know you're you're under um, an emotional strain, walk into your supervisor's office and say, "Sir, or madam, thank you for this opportunity. It's not for me. Turning your gun, turning your back. That simple. That simple. If you can't handle the job." Like, I have a hard time with the angle of, oh, this cop was just, he was under a heightened state of stress and, you know, he didn't know what was going on and acting out of fear and blah, blah, blah. I have a tough time being sympathetic to that because you are told that when you start the job, right? In, in, in police academy, they'll tell you being a cop is a scary job. It's a tough job. It's a stressful job, right? And you have every opportunity. It's not just the military where you can't just get up and walk out. You know, you have to do your two, four, six years or whatever. You know what I mean? This is the, this is the police. You can become a police officer on Monday and quit Thursday and nothing's going to happen to you. You understand me? You can become a police officer on Monday, quit the following Thursday... And nothing will happen to you. I have a tough time being sympathetic to police officers who use that excuse. Or people who use that excuse to cover for police officers. You should be able to handle stressful situations if you have a stressful job, right? It would, it, it's the same thing. It, it, it's literally part of the job. You know what I mean? It, it would be like, you know... It, it, it would be like, I don't know, say 
yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's the same thing as like, see if you go to a, a restaurant and you know you have a server and the server has no sort of um, people skills like they grew up the way they grew up they don't have no people skills like they you know they don't know how to talk to people don't know how to um, convey ideas don't know how to um, you know um, solve problems and calm people down just, just completely like great guy great person but just no sort of social skills right and that person is stinking up the joint I mean like customers are complaining um, you know people aren't giving tips people are writing to a manager writing to corporate about this person blah blah, blah whatever right and that's that's the same thing as I'm saying well you know this person just doesn't have the this, like they, they're just not good with people you know this person is not good in social settings um, or whatever and okay that's fine but what will we say as a community we'll say that person needs to lose their job you need to find another line of work you know what I mean if, if, like being being a, a server a waiter or waitress involves a certain level of communication skill and certain level of um, willingness to be sociable you know what I'm saying and if you don't meet that threshold you should find another job it's not to say you're a bad person that you suck that you can't do anything that you're worthless it's literally just you need to find another line of work because this isn't working out for you right we hold those people accountable we call for their jobs right you know if someone isn't doing their job well we call for it we say hey this person needs to lose their job you know so that's one thing that, that's, that's the first part I don't have sympathy for people who make that excuse when it comes to police officers I just don't like I, I being honest with you, I don't have sympathy for it if you can't handle the job don't do it pass it to somebody else who can I know several people who are um, who have the, who have the capability to handle themselves in those types of in those um, in those types of emotional situations. So, so second part, right? <sighs> twenty times. Dude got shot twenty times and I, like and again I don't I don't know what the training process processes for police officers um, but I'll, I'll assume that as a um, developed nation a nation of civilized quote-unquote people um, a nation of you know, people who res- who more or less respect that life is valuable that police academies would promote non-lethal methods of taking people down first right um escalation of force type of thing you know um that's a that's a a centerpiece in the military escalation of force you do not use deadly force unless you absolutely have to you know what i mean and and this is one of the this is one of the reasons why um, unarmed black men die at such an alarming rate 
because of untrained police officers, right? Or poorly trained police officers. Um, the guy posed no threat to you. He had a cell phone. And like, like, I don't know how you mistake a cell phone for a gun as a, as a, like, I don't know. Like, that's just, I, hey, I feel like it was me. I, I wouldn't mistake a cell phone for a gun, you know? Um, it's just crazy. Like, why is the first reaction right why why what is your what is why what is it about black men to where your first instinct is i need to put my gun out like you got mace you got tasers you got a billy club like like you you have non-lethal weapons and even if you do pull out your gun why do you need to shoot to kill right you can shoot to disarm you can shoot to injure you know what I mean? Like, like these cops could have easily shot, shot, um, Mr. Clark in, in his ankle, and he would have he would have been injured and hurt, and he ton of pain, but he wouldn't have died from it. Why are they shooting to kill? This, this goes back to my to a previous point: extrajudicial killings. If you're shooting to kill, you've already convicted this person. You know, if you're shooting to kill. You are already convicting this person. This person's been convicted of a crime without even going in front of a judge, without being given the opportunity to um, have an appointment, have an, uh, an attorney appointed to them, without being able to console the family and friends. Right? You are convicting them. Death penalty immediately. And the fact that he got shot six times in the back. Which means one of two things. It's either one, which is the most likely scenario. He was getting shot at, he ran away, and they continue to shoot. If someone is running away from you, they don't pose a threat to you. So there's no need to shoot to kill. There's no need to try and kill them. He's running away. His back is turned. How can someone hurt you when their back is turned? Second possibility is that he got shot, went down, rolled on his stomach, and the officers continued to shoot him, which may be a possibility. It's maybe not the most likely possibility, but it is a possibility we need to consider. In either way, those officers are disgusting for what they did cowards you shoot an unarmed man while he's running away from you he clearly poses no threat no physical threat to you and it's two cops it was two cops it's one black man why are black men so feared Maybe that's a topic for another day. You know, I, I you know, there's way too much to talk about on that. But you got two grown men. You know, like, like, come on, man. It's just disgusting. Twenty shots, six of them in the back. 
and I can and I, and I know we all know how it's gonna play out. Cops are gonna get indicted, brought up on charges, gonna go through a little litigation. At the end of the day, they're not gonna be found guilty. The DA is not going to press for these police officers to be held accountable. Why? Because DA and the police are two sides of the, the, the two halves of the same coin. You know what I mean? The the district attorney is going over the police chief's house every Sunday to eat dinner. And their kids go to the same school. You know, his son and, and, and you know, his son and her son were on the same football team. Something to that effect. It's just crazy because it's a clear conflict of interest, right? A government organization should not be allowed to prosecute another government organization. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Because it's especially if two government organizations that are as closely linked as the DA and the police. They are, like, they literally work hand in hand, you know? Um, They'll have district attorneys in police stations like every day you know what I mean like the, the police and the DA work hand in hand you know what I mean they're pretty much lawyer cops that's what, that's what a DA is it, it's, a, it's a lawyer cop that's, that's what that's literally what it is it's a clear unequivocal conflict of interest because they're not gonna indict their boys they're not gonna indict their girls they're not gonna, they're not gonna do that they're not gonna they'll, they'll indict them but they won't they won't push for they won't push for any sort of um, punishment this is cold blood murder this all it is is murder and we, have, and we can't call it anything else these cops murdered Stephon Clark it was murder what's the difference between this and two gang members killing him or two um, or, or, or two quote unquote lone wolves you know killing them what, what's, what's, what's the difference it's because of a badge and they get paid to do this the state the state state sanctioned lynching is what it is we've replaced the noose with the 9mm bullet that's it that is really it. There is like there is no sense of accountability. On the side of the quote unquote law. It's tough. It's tough being a black man in America. You can't even walk into your grandmother's yard without fear of being shot. Like, what can we do? You know, between Alton Sterling, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, like, you can't drive while you're black. You can't sit inside a corner store when you're black. You can't 
walk through your grandmother's yard while you're black. You can't you can't play in the park while you're black. You can't go. You can't you know. You can't even breathe while you're black. It's a problem every single time. This is the people ask what what is Colin Kaepernick pro- protesting? This this type of thing is the reason why Colin Kaepernick protested. This is the reason why Colin Kaepernick goes out of his way to shed light to these issues. This is the reason why Colin Kaepernick does not have a job in the NFL right now. Because of shit like this. It gets covered up. You know, people just you blow it over, act like this is a one-off thing. This happens all the time. How many times do we have to see our brothers and sisters killed at the hands of these police officers? How many times? And there's nothing we can do. Y'all remember, it was you know, last summer, the summer before. I don't know what his name was, but dude um, was a caseworker. He had a, he had a, um, an, an autistic client trying to calm him down. Cops came by. Black man, literally, first thing he does is get on the floor, face down, and spread his arms out. Cop still shoots him. Still, what can you do? Even when you do what, what you are instructed to do by a police officer, you are still at risk of being shot. Flano Castile literally tells this officer, "Your sir." I have a weapon in the car, a legal registered weapon, right? Let me get, let me go into my wallet and get my ID for you. Get my gun owner's license. Still shot. Still killed. What the hell are we supposed to do? people get mad when we protest get mad when we call out white people for not for for having no sense of consistency not holding themselves accountable we're supposed to hold ourselves accountable you know everything that everything that goes on in the ghetto is black people's fault the reason why black why, why so many black men end up in jail is because of the black community the reason why so many um you know, so many um, black people end up uneducated or, or unemployed or black fathers um, um, are not around. It was because of the black community. Everything's our fault. Even when it's not our fault, it is our fault. I'm sick of it, man. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? At this point, all I can do is pray. Pray that, you know, man's family, even though they probably won't, that they get the justice that they deserve and pray that they'll be able to heal from this and that Mr. Clark is watching down on them. It is a tough world we live in, man. It's tough, you know. Killmonger had a point. At the end of the day, Killmonger, Eric Killmonger had a point. 
and I was not mad at Killmonger one bit during Black Panther. In fact, part of me was hoping he actually beat Black Panther because of shit like this. The solution is we as a people, as black people need to come together. We are stronger when we are together. We can make change when we are together. When we stand on a united front and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. At this point, I'm just numb to it. I'm numb to it. Okay. Man, okay. On a lighter note, the weekend. <laughs> Actually, this probably isn't really even much of a lighter note. The weekend. My dear melancholy. If y'all don't know, which I don't know how you don't, you must be living under a rock or some shit, but the weekend last night dropped EP. I think this is his. So not including, well, okay, let, let's include Trilogy, even though it's not really a new project. So one, two, three, four. So his eighth project so far, right? Including mixtapes. My Dear Melancholy. Wow. So let me start by saying I really rock, I really rock with this album. Um, I thought, so... Going back to a couple years ago, um, wasn't a huge fan. I mean, I liked Starboy. I thought Starboy was good. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought the singing could have been better. I thought there were a couple tracks I was just like, eh. I mean, like False Alarm. I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. I, I don't even know what that is. Um, but there are some good ones on there, you know, Reminder, True Colors, um, Die For You, Sidewalks. There were, there were some good tracks, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad album, I liked it, you know, I just didn't think it was his best work. Um, so I was, I was expecting more of the same until a couple weeks before the album dropped, Travis Scott was talking about it, he said, you know, this new weekend that we're going to get sounds like the first time he heard the weekend we can assume the first time he heard the weekend was um echoes of silence thursday house of balloons right that that that's when pretty much everyone first heard that's when i first heard the weekend you know um house of, it was house of balloons to be specific that was the first weekend project i ever listened to it was dope Travis, you were right, man. <laughs> Dude, that my my dear melancholy sounds like old weekend. But it it it's it's different. Like the sound is the same, but you can tell how mature Abel has got. Like if you listen to his oldest projects, 
you can see, you could clearly hear the talent, right? Clearly hear the ability, clearly hear that this dude is here to stay. Like the weekend is arguably the biggest name in R&B right now. I can't name of one R&B artist right now harder than the weekend. Just keep it real with you. Can't name one. But man, Abel has grown, man. The sound is the same, but the message is different. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking at a couple of tracks, right? Um, what was, what was the title? Let me, let me pull this up real quick. So the title track, "Call Out My Name." Call out my name, right? And I'm I'm sitting there listening to it, listen listening to it, and I don't know if I can pull the lyrics real quick. You found each other. I helped you out of a broken place. You gave me comfort, but falling for you was my mistake. I put you on top. I put you on top. I claimed you so proud and openly. And when times are rough, when times are rough, I made sure I held you close to me. Like, uh, April's heartbroken, man. Selena, you really did him dirty. I'm sorry, Selena. Did him dirty. Like, he said, he, he like, and I, and I understand where he's coming from, right? Selena had just gotten out of a really bad relationship with Justin Bieber and for some reason went back to him after, but whatever. And um, she was broken. She was a broken person. She wasn't herself. Abel came and fixed her. I don't say fixed her, said, but Abel helped her to heal. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know what I mean? How many times have, you know, we've seen broken people gravitate to those with healing hearts, right? Those with warmth, those with care and emotion. That's what Abel seems like to me, right? Abel seems like, at least on this track, the person who, um, you know, he, like, like he, he was, he was her, when, when she was cold, he was her son. You know what I mean? He was giving her warmth. Um, he was healing, right? But in that, when he fell in love, and her not reciprocating that back to him, he realized that falling in love with her was a mistake. Man. When I tell you I feel this on a spiritual level, I feel it on a spiritual fucking level, man. Like, oh my gosh. Ladies, fellas, how like have you ever been in a relationship where you are literally, you literally feel like someone is sucking everything from you, sucking the life out of you? listen to this man Abel it was a mistake right because as a healer you want to heal 
But while you're healing your partner and giving things to your partner, who's giving back to you? And, you know, I don't want to judge anybody because I, I don't know what Selena's side of the story is. I, I have to hear her side from me and make an informed opinion. But, dude. Like. Damn, man. I feel you, Abel. You know, he goes on to say, hold up. I said I didn't feel nothing, baby, but I lied. I almost caught a piece of myself for your life. Guess I was just another pit stop till you made up your mind. You just wasted my time. Like, what? He's literally saying, you know what he's saying? He's saying, yo, like you never gave a damn about me. I was just a distraction for you. I was there so for you to take your mind off of something or someone else. I was never a focal piece in your life. I was just, you know, I was like, I wasn't a home for you. I was a gas station. Come here, you fill up, you feel good. You take from me and then you go home. Abel's heartbroken man he's heartbroken and I feel for him because I've been in these situations where it's like what about me you know what about how I feel how about, what about all the things that I've given to you and it's not for me to say um, like oh oh, look at me I did X, Y, Z because you should do things for your partner you should make your partner feel good you should give him that warmth right but at the same time, someone needs to give that back to you and able. And I'm saying like, bro, you did not give back to yourself. You gave to, let's let's say this is Selena. I'm just going to say this Selena because it, it like, who else would it be? You gave so much and didn't give anything back to yourself. I'm willing to bet that's the reason why he gained so much weight. I mean, if you see like pictures of him now, I'm like, damn. I mean, you got big, bro. You know what I mean? He got, he got big. Let's go to the next track, man. I'm just going to go track by track and peek, peek the lyrics. Try me, right? Listen to this. Once you put your pride aside, you can notify me. You're the best I ever had. Let me know if it's on and you know where to find me. Yo, Abel was in love with this girl, man. And he still is. He's literally saying, look, once you put this, this, I'm willing to bet this is what happened, right? Here's what happened. Ready? Abel and Selena were dating. It was cool. And then they probably get into a lot of fights, a lot of arguments, you know what I'm saying? Things got heated. Probably probably said a lot of shit about Abel that wasn't even true. Made a lot of accusations, you know what I'm saying? Left. Went back to Justin Bieber, right? Because that was her, you know, her first love or whatever. And he can change. 
I bet that's what she was thinking. He always, he can change. Justin can change, right? Abel just sat there, folded his legs, and he said, Bet, go. You gonna prove me right at some point. And that's what happened. I guarantee you that's what happened. Abel's like, I'm gonna be proven right at some point. And when that happens, when you put your and when you can put your pride aside, you can come back to me and we'll figure things out. That's a real man, dog. That's a real man. I don't give I don't give I don't give a damn what nobody says. A real man has the confidence in himself as well as the sympathy to understand that she is going to be like she's going to be proven wrong she's going to prove herself wrong and literally it's just a waiting game like it was just like you know what when you when you figure things out come back to me not to say Abel's waiting for her because he's probably not. But you can tell Abel had real feelings for this girl, man. Real feelings. I mean, that, that shit was real. I didn't know you were down for finding out. I thought you had some kind of love for your man. Well, I'm not trying to break up something you've been working. You've, you've been working out. You've been steady. But I'm, but I'm ready to go all the way if you let me. Don't you tempt me. Damn. Like, come on, man. Abel, I feel you, bro. I feel you like I really do, man. Like, that's a real man, bro. That's a real man to know that, you know, you go, you're going to end up being wrong. You're going to prove me right in everything that you do. When that happens, come back and we'll figure things out. Sometimes that's what it takes, you know. I, Dude, I was I was reading. Listen to this. I was reading my horoscope, right? And it gives you the the uh, scope for today and tomorrow. Let me read y'all tomorrow's horoscope from the Sagittarius perspective. Okay, let me look. Let me look what zodiac sign it was. He won February, so he's definitely not a Sagittarius. But whatever. Let me let me read y'all this. Tomorrow's horoscope says, You know you can resolve a difficult situation in a few moments, but unless you are explicitly invited to do so, you must not interfere. There are times when you must allow others to make their own mistakes, and this is one of those occasions. Sometimes you can't help people. You have to say, you know what? Go ahead. Do you fuck up? Understand that I was right the whole time. And when you come back, we'll fix it. You can't help everybody, man. 
you can't help everybody. Wasted times. Like, wasted time I spent with someone else. She wasn't even half of you. Man's in love, man. He's in love. He's in love. Reminiscing how you felt, and even though you put my life through hell, I can't seem to forget about you. I want you to myself. She put him through hell. Maybe not, definitely emotional. He, she definitely put him through an emotional type of hell. And, and let me tell you something. An emotional hell is one of the worst types of hell. When someone puts you through a gauntlet emotionally, it breaks you as a person. You know, it breaks everything down. You lose self-esteem. You lose confidence. You start doing shit you never thought you'd do. You stop doing the things that are beneficial to you. You, you become a person you don't even recognize. Now I'm asking, who do you belong to now? Who you give that love to now? Who you pulling up on? Who you getting sprung for now? How has it got? How has it got to how it? How has it got to how you got? Cause I got a lot. Don't make me run up on them. Got me blowing up their spot. Cause I ain't got no beef that's got your feelings anyway. I ain't, I ain't got no business catching feelings. These girls only want you when you, when you winning, but you've been with me from the beginning. And I know right now that we're not talking. I hope you know this dick is still an option. He's literally saying, although communication is severed, although, you know, we going through this rough patch, although you, 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 you sprung on other dudes and, you know, you, you find yourself and, you know, you're exploring your options, just know that I'm always here for you. He's always here, man. That's a real man. For him to say, I'm always going to be here. So you figure out what you need to figure out. You live your life. You know what I'm saying? You become the person you need to be and you fall and you scratch your knees and you cut yourself up and you build yourself back up to someone better than you were before. And all the while, we'll be here waiting for you because that's what you need. Sometimes you have to let people go and let people confront their own demons. Whether or not they come back, you did what's best for them. Because it comes a point where you have to realize there's nothing left I can do for you. You have to confront your demons on your own. I can't be there for that. But just know when you do confront those, I will still be here if you want that. That's a grown man. The, like the, the the lyrics on it, like like the lyrics on this is so like I'm so happy that the weekend has made an album from the male perspective about a man who is so good to a woman who does him dirty, right? Like does him dirty, 
and it's hurting. You could tell me the weekend. Yo, Abel's hurting. He's hurting. He doesn't feel right. I'm saying like things took a toll on him. But he's out here still talking about look. No matter what happens, I still love you. I still care about you. That's not gonna change. And I'm still here if you want this. Well, come on, man. But thank you, Abel. What makes a grown man want to cry? What makes him want to take his life? His happiness is never real and monetized. It's monetized is how he feels. I don't know what that means. I was never there. When I shine, it won't matter. He just repeats that over and over again. It was like I was never there. It was like I was more than thin air. Listen to what you say. Let me unpack this for you. What makes a grown man want to cry? What makes him want to take his life? Like, I, like, I don't know the depths of this, but like, it sounds like Abel was suicidal at one point. Because like, it's like, like you, like, my doctor said this, man. This heartache, right, when it comes to breaking up with someone who you truly feel for and love, right, is, is, is second, right? The pain is second only to losing a loved one. Think about that. The only thing that hurts, the only thing that hurts worse than death of a loved one, of a loved one. I mean, the only thing that, that hurts worse than, than breaking up with someone who you love and care for and invested time and energy and money into is losing someone who you love, right? A person dying. When I shine, it won't matter. Know why? Because when he shines, it, when he shines, when he does well, it won't matter because you won't be there. It won't matter because Selena, you're not here. You are not here with me. That's why it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. What I do now does not matter because this was supposed to be for us. We're building this for us. This was our thing. This is supposed to be us together working as a team. I mean, we were a we. And now when I shine, it doesn't matter because you're no longer here. Or it could also mean when I shine, you won't care. Like like when I'm I'm doing well, when I'm on top of what I'm feeling well, you, you won't give a damn because you moved on. It was like I was never there. It was like I was more than thin air. Dog. More than thin air. Like, 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 he is now accepting the fact that the woman who he loved, who they they blossomed this beautiful relationship with, is now gone, and that is now fleeting memory. And she's going to continue her life as if as if he was not like if I was if, if like coming from the perspective Abel, he's pretty much saying you are gonna she's gonna continue her life as if I was never in it. Like I'm just gonna be a fleeting memory to her. 
she won't remember the th- well, she'll probably remember the moments but she won't take anything away from them they're just gonna be memories of her and, so, and it, it was it, it's as if I was never even there Ooh, look, let's listen to this. Ooh, no one ever loved this, and I'm already here for sure. You rather something toxic, so I poison myself again, again, till I feel nothing in my soul. I'm on the edge of something reeking. I feel my mind is slowly fading. You listen to what he's saying. Oh my gosh, that that shit is mind blowing. Like, you hear this? He's literally saying like, yo. Like you tainted me, you've turned me into something that I don't, that, that I am not. You've you've darkened me, you've blackened my heart, right? Because you, because deep down you want that contention, you want something toxic, you want chaos in your relationship. And I did not give that to you. I gave you peace. I gave you serenity. And all the while you look to poison me. So I can become this thing that I don't even recognize myself. Right? He feels nothing in his soul. He's on the edge. Right? His mind is slowly fading. He's becoming something that he is not. Because this is what she turned him into. Because deep down, she yearns for that. That toxicity in the relationship. Damn, Selena. Like, yo... Selena, you fucked up. That's all I gotta say. These lyrics are crazy, man. Hurt you. And now I know relationships my enemy, so stay away from me. I'm warning you. You try to fill the void with every man you meet because you're upset with me. I'm warning you. Now, th- now this is after the breakup, right? This is after the breakup, and he's saying, "Like I can't do really like he's either saying I I can't do this anymore. I can't be in a relationship. I can't give my heart to a woman anymore because I'm scarred from what this woman did to me. I I opened myself up to her. I was vulnerable. I gave her my heart, my soul. I bared everything to her, and she took it, crushed it, and left my life." He's saying, stay away from me because I am going to hurt you. Like, I am going to do you dirty because I still hold that baggage from my last relationship. So please, like, don't, do not try to form a relationship, a long-term relationship with me because it won't work. He's, he's telling a woman straight up, like, then he goes on and then, then he's talking to Selena, quote unquote Selena's argument. Right now. You'll know who it's for, but this is, it's, it's for Selena. We know this. You try to fill the void with every man you meet because you're upset with me. You hear what she's saying? Out of spite, she's going around, quote unquote, hoeing. I won't say hoeing, but you know, she, she's she's trying to. She's so upset with him. She's dating other men out of spite, not because she actually wants these men. But she's dating these men to spite him, to so he can get upset 
and he can t- t- take him out of his element. Because all the nights you slept alone, drying your eyes, and all the nights you thought about taking your life, because if it's love you want again, don't waste your time. But if you call me, I'm fucking you on sight. This is interesting. You know what I think this is going. You know what I think is going on. I think this is the evolution, right? This is this is post breakup. This is post breakup. This is this is him talking to Selena after she had already realized that she fucked up and came back. And he's probably saying it's too late. You already fucked this up. I'm a different person. I think like like all the nights you spent drying your eyes and, and thought about taking your life. He's like, I was there for you. All the time, all the rough times, whenever you were feeling down, I was the one who was there. I was there to try to pick you up, try to make you feel better. I was there for you, right? And you did me dirty like this. So if you want to love again, if you, if your if your goal is to is to respark this and fall in love again. Don't even waste your time because it's not gonna happen. I'm, I'm too far gone for that. If you call me, I'm fucking because the sex was crazy. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy what he's saying. Like, like, ignoring. Like, oh my gosh, man. That's crazy what he's saying. That's poetry right there. How many times have you felt like that in a relationship? Like your ex come back to you and say, you know what? Like, keep it, keep it real with you. Like, I don't have the energy the emotional strength to, to, to love again with you. Like, I can't do that. But if you was looking for a quick fuck, I'll do that. Because, you know what I mean? The sex was great. Keep it real. Like, like how? Like, what? That is crazy. And it's like, I don't want to hurt you. But if you want to put yourself through this, I'm not going to stop you. And maybe it's out of spite because she hurt him. Right? That's why he's saying this. That's why he's willing to do this. Because he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm about to be petty. I'm going to hurt you. If you want, like, I'm giving you an out right now. But if you really want to do this, you want to try to make this work, I'm going to hurt you. Because that's what you deserve. <laughs> Last time. I'm, 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 y'all can tell I love this EP. Privilege. Enjoy your privileged life because I'm not going to hold you through the night. We said our last goodbye, so let's just try to end this with a smile. This is the end of it. This is the end of everything. They tried again. It worked. And he said, you know what? Go. Go. I want no part of this anymore. I'm like, don't call me when shit goes, when shit goes south. Don't call me when you need something to talk to. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to dry your tears. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say our goodbyes and try to be civil about this. Like, come on, man. This is, he literally put the evolution of his, of a relationship into a EP. I don't want to hear that you are suffering. You are suffering no more. Because I held you down when you were suffering. You were suffering. I don't want to hear that you're suffering. Like, I don't care. You're hurt. I don't care. I don't care that you're crying. I don't care that life is fucked up for you. 
I don't care you're going through hard shit. That's not my problem anymore. Because when I try to hold you down, when I try to be there for you, when I try to make you feel like everything was good and I'm and, and like you know I'm here for you and, and I want to love you and appreciate you, you did me dirty. Blues away, way away. I got two red pills to take the blues away. I got two red pills to take the blues away. I think so listen to this, right? That line kin to the matrix. Listen to this. In the Matrix, the, the, the pill scene, right? When Morpheus gives Neo the pills, Morpheus literally says, you take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and you believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. Oh. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Abelson have two red pills to take the blues away. Know what that means? And Neil took the red pill. Know what that means? This is reality. I'm not going to sugarcoat them for you. I'm telling you how it is. I got two red pills for you. I got two doses of reality for you. I'm going to show you how shit really is. To take, to, to, to take away the fantasy of what we could be what we could have been, right? I'm going to take that away from you and I'm going to give you a dose of reality of what it is right now and how we will be moving forward. And I'm going to fuck the pain away and I know I'll be okay. They said our love is just a game. I don't care what they say, but I'm going to drink the pain away. I'll be back to my old ways and I got two red pills to take the blues away. You know, yo, like, like, I, I think he's saying, like, you know, I'm hurting too, but you know what? I'ma just fool around. I'ma do me. And I'ma meet women, and I'ma, you know, whatever. And you know, he's saying, like, yo, like, 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 I, I, I value the time we spent together. You know, I, I take whatever we take from a relationship, but this is done. Like, you know, I'm, I, I'll, I'll hurt for a little bit. I'll be hoeing around. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be drinking a lot. Maybe doing a couple of drugs. But in time, I'll get over it. And I need this dose of reality. Damn, man. So, I don't know. My dear melancholy. I'm not much. Damn. It's 30, damn. 30 minutes, but... Yo, such a good EP, man. Like, and I feel like this... Like, with me... Yeah, I, think, I feel like this... Personally, this resonates with me because of what I'm going through my personal life. Um, but, man. Like... It's so great hearing this from a male perspective, right? Because we get all these tweets and Facebook posts and Instagram posts about how men ain't shit and men are dogs and blah, blah, Well, guess what? Let me tell you something. Not all the time, but most of the time, behind a, a shitty dude is a woman who did him wrong. Behind a shitty dude is a woman who did him wrong. And you expect him to get over that, but you can't get over the shit that your ex did to you, Right? I'm supposed I'm supposed to move past 
right? The lies and the deception and the manipulation and the and the and the emotional trauma. But you can't get over your trust issues, or you can't get over your 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 fear of, of X, Y, and Z. He's bearing his soul, man. Telling up men have emotions. Men love. Men feel. You know what I'm saying? And behind a, behind this man who treats women like shit is a woman who treated him like shit. You wonder why. Like, like people wonder why. Like, a lot of women wonder why. Oh, why can't guys just open up and be honest with what they want? Because when they're honest and they open up, they get walked all over and taken advantage of, man. They get taken advantage of. It's not fair. It is not fair. So, keep it a buck. I'm gonna give this one, like, a you know, five stars. Like, ten out of ten. Like, this, this EP was dope. Like, I'm, I, I continue to go back to it. This is gonna be on replay for a while, man. Like, the vibe was very trilogy-ish. The lyrics were phenomenal. The message was dope. You know what I'm saying? And Abel really bore his soul on this one. You know, I was expecting like grungy, like weekend, you know, like gang shit. Like I'm popping pills, I'm fucking bitches. I'm like, we didn't get that. We got, we got, yo, this is me. This is what I'm going through. This is how I feel as a man. When a woman does you dirty, a woman who you love. You know what I'm saying? That, what, what, what's, what's the... No, 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 no. I, I saw this on, on Twitter, you know. When you play someone, but when you play someone who never intended to play you, all you end up doing is playing yourself for a long run. It's the truth. And that's a sense of what he's saying. He said, You played me, and I never intended to play you. But I was upfront. Like, I was real honest. I was straight through it. I never intended to play you. You played me, I never intended to play you. And at the end of the day, now you just played yourself. You played yourself because you could have had what you wanted. You could have had love. You could have had a, a happy home and a family and marriage and all this stuff. All the things that you dreamed of, you could have had. But you played yourself, right? You took that away from from yourself by playing me. Because I never intended to play you, man. Abel, keep doing what you're doing. Fuck with you. <sighs> man, that's all I got to say. I, like, I, I'm... Appreciate this EP, man. Appreciate it. Doing your thing. Just keep on working, man. Keep work. It will keep working. Keep doing you. Keep being, you know, the best version of yourself. You're going to find that person one day, man. We all will. You know what I'm saying? Like, you thought it was something that it wasn't. Hey, shit happens. You know, shit happens. By the end of the day, you are a good man at heart and you know you can treat a woman the way she needs to be treated and, and maybe not now maybe it's going to take a couple years maybe you need some time but it will happen for you bro promise you review over oh, man all right thank you guys for listening appreciate it episode 15 um man Appreciate the love I've been getting. Seriously. Um, please just like, subscribe, share it, love it, hate it, whatever you want to do. Um, you know, this is for the people. 
as well as for me. Um, you know, so if you have any other topics from discuss or whatever, just let me know. Um, I'm a jack of all trades, and I can you know touch upon pretty much most things, everything, most things. Um, so yeah, um, don't be afraid to have a difficult conversation. Sign off. <laughs>